Welcome back to Regions Field here in Birmingham, Alabama. We visit with outfield coordinator in the minor leagues for the Atlanta Braves, 14-year major league career, Tom Goodwin. Tom, first off, thanks for joining me. And it's always great to see you, always in a, in a positive, smiling mood. And I think you always bring some great energy. Well, thanks for having me, uh, first and foremost. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of uh, you know something that we're, we try to do as Rovers. We try to come in. We want to make I mean, this team doesn't need it, but it's always fun to come in and bring a little positivity just in case they do need it. Uh, you know, but Tex does such a good job here, and these guys, they have a lot of fun playing with each other, uh, you know, and playing for each other. So it's, it's a joy to come in here and watch these guys play. i going to talk to you first and foremost. I mean, not only do you come in, but you're over there coaching first base, which, which you've done plenty of in the big leagues as well. But you're active over there, too. You're always engaged and, and giving guys some, some, I'm sure, great advice over there. <laughs> yeah, real great. Uh, it was so great. I told them yesterday we had a meeting. Uh, going over some a few things on the bases that we were just trying to work on them, just kind of a reminder for them. And I said there were three things, and I went over the first two, and I said in the third thing, and this is a very this is the most important thing I'm gonna tell you guys, is to do the exact opposite of what I'm telling you at first base right now because I am off. I mean, I was telling guys to stay, and they would go and they'd be safe. I was telling guys to go, and they'd go and they get thrown out at second base. So I was like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm a little off right now. So I said, so don't listen to me. Do the opposite. You know, do George Costanza. I said, do George Costanza. Do the total opposite of what you know clarity brings to your mind do the total opposites but but it's been fun to be back over there you know i like to engage with the crowd and you know just kind of see the people around here i've never been to alabama so it's the first time i've been to birmingham so just to get a chance to come here beautiful stadium um it's awesome and and we've had some great nights i mean it's the weather has just been perfect so it's been a joy to be out there you know you were one of the better base stealers of your time i mean uh, leadoff guy as well so you know what's what's some of the things you talked about some of the advice and i'm sure they take more of the advice than they they don't as far as <laughs> what you're saying with george Costanza there but uh with the way the rules have changed too you know what's some of the things you talk about with a guy like justin dean or cal conley these guys that, that really like to steal bases i'm gonna tell you it's it's a different game for me too I'm, I'm learning on the fly as they are with the with the new rules the two throwovers the uh, you know, two that you get freebies, and then the third when you have to get the guy out. So trying to have a strategy when that uh, when that uh, situation comes up is something that we that we talk about. And you know, we see guys hopping on the bases now, and we've kind of tried that a little bit, but we're not we haven't sold you know completely sold into that yet. But something that we bring to the attention of them so they can have it in their uh, you know in their in their bag of tricks, uh, so to say. So. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a learning experience for me also, but really it's, it's still, it comes down to, you know, trying to maximize your lead, get as much as you can, um, and if you're not running, just get a good secondary and always looking forward uh, to getting that extra 90. So being aware, being ready to take that extra 90 feet is kind of the philosophy that we have, and, uh, you know, and guys have, guys have been really good with that, you know, trail runners and, you know, everything. It's just, it's, it's one big total learning experience every single day. You're going to see something uh, new every single day when you're out there on the field or something's going to happen for you that's, that you have to think on the spot. And I think that's that's the hardest part about this game is that it's so reactionary that it's hard to think about everything. And then all of a sudden it happens it's like, oh, I was supposed to go right there. I didn't go. But for the next time and the more and more that happens, uh, the better uh, base runner you become. Talking to Tom Goodwin, of course, going to the leadoff spot, you were a great leadoff hitter. You know, what were some of the things that were your philosophies or things you tried to accomplish in that leadoff spot? Because, you know, a guy like Cal Conley right now, he's swinging at a lot of first pitches. You know, a lot of leadoff guys want to take as many pitches as possible. What was your what was your mindset? Gee whiz, that's a, that's a great question. Up for debate, I think, for these last four or five years, too, where, you know, now you have leadoff guys like Kyle Schwarber. I mean, you don't want them just up there taking pitches. Ronald Acuna. Uh, Ronald Acuna now. I mean, Ronald doesn't take pitches. And and it's basically those guys, if they get a pitch they can hammer, then they can make it one nothing. 
Um, and I think that was the beauty of a Ricky Henderson because he could make it one to nothing. Yep. And then if you messed around with him and put him on base, he'll be a third base within three pitches after he steals second and third. So you talk about the ultimate leadoff hitter and leadoff type. We're always looking to combine that and to get a Ricky Henderson. There are not many of those out there. Ronald Acuna is probably the closest yep. that we're, you know, that we've come to. Um, but it's just, a, it's just for me, it's a, it's a feel of that, of that hitter. It's hard to turn a hitter like that into something that he's not. So if it's a guy that takes pitches, it's hard to have him be aggressive to swing at that first pitch. If it's a guy that swings early, it's hard for him to sit back and take those pitches and, you know, become a better hitter with two strikes. So it just depends on the type of hitter that you are. There are, you know, plenty of types of hitters that, you know, guys who can go up there and take pitches and they're going to foul balls off. And, you know, I think of uh, Fernando Vinas as, as a guy who he could, he could foul pitches off. He could take pitches. He was good, good enough with two strikes to where he could get things done. And, you know, and then he could do his thing when he got on the bases. So even Alexander Womack's dad, Tony Womack, kind of like mean, that too. <laughs> I mean, T. Woe, he was here yeah. yesterday. So we yeah. were talking to him, and yeah, yeah, he was—he was the same type of guy—a guy who could just—he could—he had the ability. Juan Pierre has the mm. ability to just foul balls off. I couldn't, I couldn't foul balls off. Not, and I'm not saying they were trying to foul them off, but they just had that ability to be able to fight off a tough pitch to get another pitch yeah. to see if he can make a mistake. I didn't have that great ability um, to do that, uh, you know, as consistently as those guys did. But that's it's a, it's an art, and it's something that um, you know you have to have a feel for how your team is playing, and you know how, how things are going. If you're going to be ultra aggressive on the first pitch, hey, I'm gonna come out banging, guys. You know, you could even tell the guys behind you, hey, I'm coming out banging today. So pay attention. I'm not gonna take too many pitches. You know, this guy likes to get one one strike, two strike in there too. So I'm gonna see you know see what I can do with the baseball bat if it's in my in in the area that I'm looking for. Um, so just the strategy of the game, uh, I think, and that's what that's what makes the game great is that you don't have to be the same guy every time. You, know, you can take a pitch here, and the next time I come up, you might, you know, you might try to trick the guys. Hey, you know, he's been taking every first pitch for you know however long, and then bam, you know, you get to ambush somebody. Sure. Maybe make it one nothing, or maybe hit a double in the gap and give yourself a chance. So, uh, but the the fun part of the game is that strategy-wise, is that not being the same person, is that making making the other team game plan for you, is the uh, the art of a true leadoff hitter. Yep. You got a chance to play in the two largest markets in, in, in America, New York and in Los Angeles. How, how did that impact you as a, as a player and as a person? Well, I mean, L.A. was uh, as big of a market as it was. It was a little more laid back. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a, a tight, I mean, a, a tense, terse type of uh, media. I mean, they, they'd get on you and they got on me plenty because I, <laughs> I didn't really have my great years there, there in Los Angeles. Um, uh, so yeah, that, that was something else. I never played in New York, but to, to coach in New York and to kind of, you know, go see see how that is and see the fans of the, the the New York Met fans was something special. They are they are yeah they're 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 that they're that they're that uh, that fan base. Them and and going into Philadelphia. Philadelphia is tough. Philadelphia is a tough place to go and play and or coach. I didn't. I mean, obviously I went in to play there too, but. But, you know, when we go, we went there as much as we did when I was with New York, just, just kind of, you know, you really get a, you really get a true aspect of, of what it's like to be in that rivalry. But, you know, both places are totally different. You know, like I said, one's in California, laid back. One's New York, a little more in your face. Yeah. Both fun, both awesome to be a part of the, I was on both sides of the giant Dodger rivalry. Um, you know, now I've, uh, I've been on, I've uh, coached with the Mets and obviously I've coached with the, with the Red Sox. So I've kind of seen those rivalries with the Red Sox, Yankees. Yeah. I tell you, they're, they're something else. They are, and they're true, they're real. And when they're playing each other, it's, it's you know, buckle up, hang on, because turbulence is coming. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, a lot of fun.
Now, you retired back in 2004. It's hard to believe that's, what, 20 years ago? <laughs> I mean, wow, yeah, it's coming up. Um, you know, when you when you come into places like this, and you got into coaching in the minors and, and, of course, got to the big leagues and coached there too, but, you know, how familiar are guys around here that you come see with, with Tom Goodwin and the career he had? <laughs> I don't think there's too much familiarness going on with me. Uh, well, they should. I mean, well, I mean, I don't, even if they're not, it's, it's, it's fun. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll have a, you know, there'll be a fan that shows up with my card or something from yesteryear, yeah. as we put it. But, um, but it's fun. It's always, it's just fun to be around the park. It's fun to be around guys and being able to at least relate to what they're going through and then just be there if I can help in any any way possible. I mean, and if I can't, then I'll just sit back and I'll enjoy watching the game like anybody else. I'll sit over here in the corner and I enjoy watching it. And, you know, I'll get, you know, it's got kids coming around here for balls. They're probably going to get in trouble. I've given away too many <laughs> balls. I keep forgetting it's not the big leagues. You can't right, just get right. balls away like I'm doing. But, but it's, you know, when, when you see that, when you see the, the smile on a, you know, on a young kid's face or whatever after you've given them a ball, that's what this is all about. It's all about making sure the next generation comes up, does the same thing as we do here, setting a good example for them and then the game will just continue to flourish. Now, the other day we had a chance to go over to Rickwood Field, oldest ballpark in America. Uh, man's over there. We got a great tour. I'm, I'm a baseball nerd, historian. You know, how special was that for you to, to see that ballpark, knowing the players that have played there with the Birmingham Black Barons, with the Birmingham Barons, going all the way back to, to, to 1910? I mean, it seemed like you soaked that in. That was something else. That was that was something, you know, well worth the price of admission right there, just to kind of come and, and get a glimpse uh, it's almost like walking around the stadium where you could hear, you know, the, the voices from the crowd, you know, and the voices from the players talking smack back and forth. Hey, Jackie, you're not going to hit this. You know, you can just see Satchel on the mound talking right. smack to Josh or Jackie or, you know, and Babe Ruth or you know, he comes up to hit. You could just kind of see, you, you, you could hear it. You could, like, picture it being in that stadium and how it was built and, uh, and everything. And it was, it, was a, it was a pleasure to, you know, to get a chance to do that. Um, it's one reason I wanted to come here because uh, Manzo had talked about it. So I, I was glad I was uh, we were able to make that happen as far as getting here and then, of course, getting out there to see it. it was just that was that was unbelievable. How important is it? And I know Manzo is a walking baseball encyclopedia, but how how important is it for players these days to be able to know the past, the history? Because I mean, when like you said, Jackie and Satchel, that wasn't that long ago necessarily <laughs> that that they were playing and. and the past and where they came from and, and really taking pride in what they're doing every single day. It's very important. Just And just knowing the history of all that went on in that block right there. Um, you know, just, I would, I would, you know, I would suggest that anybody who comes through town, you know, gets a chance to go to see, uh, to see Rickwood and Rickwood Field. I mean, it was, it was, it's just, um, like I said, to go there and just listen, you know, listen to Gerald. Uh, who runs that and just and just take it in take it all in because it's all right there everything that, that he's talking about happened right there on that field um you know they talked about even though you know as, as early back as bo jackson scoring from yeah. second base on a pass ball and when, and when you get out there you can see like wow yeah. i mean he still had to have some speed to do it but you can see why he even tried it because there's so much room behind home plate you know and for them not to have changed that is something special too because you know, usually you would get to a point where you're like, okay, let's see if we can start moving the field. You start making adjustments. 
um, you know, but they really haven't done that. And then they have the, the old fence, uh, the old cement fence that's, uh, that's now behind the new fence that they put up in, I say new, but they put it up in 1938, I think right. it was. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just to have that and then you take a look at, you know, all the advertisements out there and just, um, it was it was something else. I mean, just, I get goosebumps thinking about it right now because um, just to, you know, just to know that that's part of the past, part of, uh, you know, a reason why we're all here today. Yep. And, you know, and doing what we're doing and, you know, having a chance to, to relive some of that is truly special. I could talk baseball with Tom Goodwin all day long about your career. Thanks for taking some time. I always know when, when Tom's in the, in the ballpark or Goody, as everybody calls you, <laughs> things are going to be uh, in good hands and in good spirits. Thanks for taking some time and keep up the great work. I know the guys love to, to have you around. Oh, thanks for having me. And I definitely enjoy being around this group. It's Tom Goodwin. We're back with more right after this.